Thanks for connecting. And if you like what you hear, please share. Started serving the Lord and going to church at 20. It's the day I cut up my fake ID is at 20. Uh, so when I turned 21, I started really just trying to pursue living a life for God. Well, I was born and raised in Texas. And so Texas is still partially home. It's kind of like a bloodline, I think, for Texans. It's like once Texas is in your blood, it's kind of, it's like if you were to say you're a European, you're Texan. Do you want to know how amazing people connect? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. hashtag Russ Selfie. Today's episode brought to you by Southpaw's Perfect Pizza of Albany, Oregon. Supporting the community one pizza at a time. Also by Haugen's Gallery, specializing in personal branded photography. Give them a call today. Well, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Marketing with Russ, aka Hashtag Russ Selfie. You know, I am so excited today for our episode. I have two really good friends. And we all actually are involved at, in the same church. It's Alex and Natalie Tanasi, And so excited to have them today. And we're going to talk to them in just a minute. First of all, though, I do want to greet them and say, hi, how are you both doing today? Doing good, Russ. Great doing to see you. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, you know, I am uh, so excited about talking to you today because I'm going to learn so much through our discussion. Uh, but today I wanted to start off by first reminding everybody watching that I'm Russ Hedge. I'm a coach, motivational speaker. I'm an inspiration specialist. I'm a podcaster, obviously, of Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie. And I am the author of Befuddled, Live the Life You Choose. And you got to get the hand motions down. It goes, Befuddled, Live the Life You Choose. There you go. And what a time as this to actually have this book come out because so many people are befuddled and just living through confusing times. But just remember, you can live the life you choose. And if you want to get in contact with me, because I love to make connections, go to RussHedge.com. That's RussHedge.com. And you can even schedule time to chat with me. And I'm looking forward to that. So without any further ado, I'm going to welcome in Alex and Natalie. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. I am so glad that you're both here. And I want to start first with you, Alex. And I want you guys to each just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you've come from to where you are now. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I was born in Bucharest, Romania, which is in Europe, if uh, you don't know where that is. Uh, always had a dream as a little kid that we would come to America. So uh, when uh, the dictator Ceausescu was overthrown, my mom saw an opportunity and she took myself and my younger sister and we started coming to America. It was about a two and a half year process for us where we had to wait in Austria for two and a half years for our visas. And then once we got approved, we landed in New York. Um, I had to learn not only Romanian, but then I had to learn German as we were waiting in Austria for our visas and then when I came to New York I had to learn English and so uh, I've always been a step behind when it came to being able to communicate with my surroundings and so I've developed this ability to just kind of internalize a lot of uh, uh, situations and circumstances but uh, in my growth we've now moved to Oregon and we've been here ever since um, you know, I started serving the Lord and going to church at 20. 
it's the day I cut up my fake ID is at 20. Uh, so when I turned 21, I started really just trying to pursue living a life for God. And uh, I landed into really developing an appetite for theology and church culture and church life. And uh, the Lord touched my life and I wasn't sure what to do with it. And I sensed the pastoral calling on my life. And so I went and moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma to go to Bible school there and uh, came back. Uh, my wife and I decided to get married and return to Bible school. But instead, we decided to establish our marriage before we embarked in a ministry call. And uh, so three kids later, multiple houses bought and sold and bought and sold. And uh, after 13 years, we finally decided it was time to uh, re-answer re that call, answer that call once again into ministry. And that uh, put us here in Salem. Uh, Oregon now, and we've been navigating what that looks like entering ministry uh, in the middle of a pandemic. And so, uh, you know, the title of your book, Befuddled, is, 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 a, is very timely. Uh, I think in, a lot of people can identify with that. But, uh, you know, taking it one day at a time seems to work for us right now. And, uh, you know, we, we try to keep the joy in the home with our three kids and our marriage and just kind of keep the fires of purpose burning. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. That is so good. So good. So Natalie, how about you? Well, I was born and raised in Texas. And so Texas is still partially home. It's kind of like a bloodline, I think, for Texans. It's like once Texas is in your blood, it's kind of, it's like if you were to say you're European, you're Texan. Um, <laughs> but I moved to Oregon at the right age of 19. I was chasing a life that um, of hope and dreams that kind of would help me to escape from being raised um, in a, sing a, a single parent home who was also a drug addict. And I had a lot of desires and I wanted, I wanted to build a life. And so I moved here to start a credit card processing business at 19. In the year of 2001, I had just graduated high school. We paid Visa and MasterCard $10,000 to uh, represent them. And we had what's called an independent sales organization. So we set businesses up with credit card processing. And then 9-11 happened not long after I moved to Oregon. And it was a wild ride. I sold that business at 26. And um, in the middle of there, I rediscovered my desire for the things of God. I started going to a church where I met my husband. And um, my life radically changed in that I discovered purpose beyond just being a business owner. I was a business owner and I identified myself, my, my self-worth, my value under that umbrella of identity. And when I started going to church, I rediscovered a new identity that was greater than all the other identities that really helped give me purpose and peace in some of these other giftings and callings. And I pursued that, met my husband, we have three children. We, uh, we have lived in the Hillsboro area since I have since 2001 until just this year when we moved to Salem to, uh, to launch a campus in the middle of a pandemic. And, um, and so in the middle of that, I've owned numbers of businesses and pursued different things to kind of sustain a passion and, um, and purpose, but also a calling. So juggling those things and enjoying the ride and helping as many people as I can along the way. Well, there you go. You know, I mean, it's interesting because you both have mentioned passion and purpose, you know, and, and this 
during this time, I think, is when we really need to have a firm grasp on our foundation and our purpose in life. And with the three of us, obviously, it's in the Lord. But there's so many things in your purpose in with what we do within this life. Uh, actually, one of the chapters of my book is called uh, "Passion in the Mi or Purpose in the Midst of Chaos. And yes, we're in the midst of chaos right now. And I didn't write it about uh, COVID necessarily, but we're, we're in the midst of that. But, you know, in the midst of all you guys have gone through, you mentioned, you know, 9-11 and now going through the pandemic and all the things we're doing. And you guys are looking at uh, piloting and planting a new campus with our church. There's been a ton going on and trying to raise a family at the same time. What really, other than God, really keeps you the most grounded and on, on target for what you're doing? That's a great question, Russ. Um, I have to remind myself not to uh, put my expectation on a certain outcome of our efforts. It has to be like this or else it's considered a failure. Or I have to perform at this level and accomplish these things or else I'm a failure. Um, it, it helps me to slow down and not be so outcome-based, but make sure I take every day to do something that's inching me closer to where I want to be. And uh, I think that makes things manageable. You know, we, we went through the first lockdown of COVID and uh, finding a location to host our services in South Salem is, was nearly pretty impossible and so you began you know we began questioning the the purpose it, you know that did i make a mistake in coming here during this time and answering this call to launch a service uh and we navigated that we just postponed some things and now that we did find the location and we were getting ready to start here comes the second round of lockdowns again um and you know this idea this this almost uh that did I make a mistake? You know, I, here I am putting it out again, and now it's a failure. And I have to just have to remind myself that uh, just as we're moving closer and closer to making the dream a reality, it doesn't mean that there won't be any setbacks or challenges to get me to question um, the, um, uh, the conviction with which I answered the call to ministry. Did I answer the call to ministry? and to serve the Lord, and to uh, uh, help uh, Family Life launch a South uh, campus uh, because I thought it was going to be easy, or did I do it because I believed that it was God calling us to that? And when I begin to slow down and put the pressure of this really launching back on God, it puts things in perspective to where there are things that are beyond my control that I don't need to carry the weight and the pressure of. I have to reserve that energy and that emotional resilience to recluse and take care of my family. And that's kind of been tough is when those pressures come in into my family walls and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm dealing with, with uh, uh, frustrations and I'm, I'm snappy with, with my wife or I'm snappy with the kids and I just have to quiet down. A thing that helps me a lot, Russ, is music. Uh, music just has a way to calm me down and to not take things so personal. Um, another thing my wife reminds me of, I mean, really, it's a team effort. I can't pretend like I'm cavalier and I have all the answers and I'm doing everything all right. But uh, my wife gives me a lot of wisdom and reminds me uh, some days of what's important and what we need to be focusing on. Since I have a lot of different areas that are calling my attention, she helps to kind of calm me down and, and, and remind me that, that what's important in this moment is to make sure that our family is united, that there's peace in our home, that our kids are going through this experience 
walking away with valuable lessons learned instead of looking at it like, oh yeah, that's the time that, God, that, that dad was really mad. Or that's the time where uh, uh, we didn't have any fun because we couldn't go anywhere. So uh, I'm sure, yeah, you, you go ahead. I could keep going, but. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, a, a true pastor. I was going to say that actually, you know, it's interesting because we talk about God's timing and definitely in a time like this, you've got to be trusting in that because it seems like the timing's all mixed up at times with, you know, especially with all the stuff that's been going on and really being consistent and persistent in what you feel God's called you to during this time, I think is so critical. And, you know, starting with your foundation with God and then your family is always, if you don't have that together, as you guys both know, then where do we go from there? So I wanted to jump to you, Natalie, really quickly here with the time we have left. I wanted you to talk a little bit on how you got called into, I know you're working with women in your movement, um, uh, where you're doing speaking and, and different things. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was a gift of transition in a business. I, I sold my first business at 26, and then I went into corporate America, and I was working for one of my longtime clients. They had 13 companies, and I was the project manager person who went into each company and helped the business be better structured and organized and did customer service training and things like that. And I really wanted to go home and be home with my two kids and work from home and do ministry. And, um, and financially, that just wasn't an option. And so at the time, I discovered, I also wanted to lose some baby weight. And I discovered an online platform called Beachbody. Many people are very familiar with it. And Beachbody was a gift to our family. Um, unbeknownst to me, three months after I became a Beachbody coach, I got laid off of my job for seven years. My husband was in school, we had a mortgage, we had two kids, and, um, and so it really came at a good time. It really helped me to establish a platform in coaching women. I worked specifically with women. I worked with um, professionals, I worked with healthcare professionals, I worked with, my husband had clients that I was that only could pay him one or two days a week to be the, his, their trainer. And so in the off time, I was helping them. I worked with pastor's wives and I was able to really kind of take that platform to impart some of my passions about balanced nutrition, balanced health, um, and not just in the health realm, you know, in, in, a, in a full, all of your roles, if you break down your roles, how do you balance them and how do you sustain a healthy approach to them so you don't burn out in one area or another. And just developed a huge passion for that. I took that to a next level where I was um, coaching women outside of that. And um, really until God called us to full-time ministry where I had to say, okay, if I assess my roles, I, I can't sustain that. And, um, and it served a very great transitionary purpose. And I, I took a lot of value from that. I was able to travel the world and speak in conferences and develop in some things that I wanted that now translate a little differently, but um, was a huge value and I was really able to help a lot of women not just get healthy physically but mentally emotionally spiritually and had a lot of fun with it well, you know I think that is critical in life is taking care of what God has given us and our physical well-being and all of that I'm always reminding myself I need to exercise I need to exercise my body my mind my spirit I mean I need to exercise everything and grow in that and I think maintaining that health 
especially with um, where you, you know, being a believer and being able to utilize that platform and then help people out, I think is incredibly awesome. And I commend you for that. That's great. And plus, Alex needed the help anyway. So that was good. <laughs> Absolutely. I need all the help I can get, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, believe it or not, we are out of time and people are going to want to know more about you guys. And so I don't know what contact information you have you want to give out, but how do people get a hold of of both of you, Alex, you first. Uh, you can get a hold of me at Alex at This Is Family Life. That was easy. Okay. And Natalie. .org. .org. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and yeah, the same here. I'm probably most available through, uh, through email or I'm on Instagram and Facebook, trying to be less because of balance and healthy mindset and all the things. Um, trying to really control that, set timers on my phone, turn off notifications and all of those things. But, but I'm definitely on Instagram. Um, it's mostly just about my family and some of those heart passions, but it's just Natalie Tanasi on Instagram or Natalie at thisisfamilylife.org. And your, your LinkedIn page that you did for your business, are you not doing that any longer now that you're full-time ministry or are you still doing a little bit with that? Yeah, it's more of a dabble and a sustainment for that business. Um, and just for you know friends and family or people who have connected, I'm not actively pursuing the growth of that. I've written some courses and did some coaching, but um, really kind of rechanneling that. Okay, okay, awesome. Well, good. Well, listen, thank you so much both of you. And uh, it's just, just an honor getting to know you both. And I look forward to more of it in the future based on the fact that my, my daughter has been creeping back into the church, working with you both a little bit, uh, probably see a lot more of you. Um, but I wanted just to thank you again for coming on today. Thank you. All right. Well, listen, thank you all of you for watching today. Remember, we bring you amazing people from all around the world that connect and today, I know we've given you two awesome people and different ways and different people connecting from different areas in life. So I hope you've appreciated it. I know I've received value today. It's been great seeing everybody. And until we see you again, have a great day and a great life. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag RussSelfie. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Have an amazing day.